Hey, Paisanos! It's the Super Bomber Brothers Super Show! Spiegel and Piddle, Spiegel and Zyber, Spiegel and Deg and everyone. Taco Bell gets rid of everything good, those jerks. Hey, everyone, this is Bombers! Welcome, everybody, to another wonderful episode of the Bombers. My name is Deg, and I am fresh from the shower, ready to record this beautiful show for you. With me today is Zyber. Hello. How you doing, Zyber? Um, I ate pizza, so I'm good. Not, yeah, fresh from the shower pizza. Love it. Nothing nothing as good as that shower pizza, as far as I'm concerned. No, made just like a <laughs> shower beer. Yeah, people are always going on about shower beers, and I'm like, listen, you're doing it wrong. You gotta get yourself a nice... Two slices of pizza, fold them over on each other, roll it up, shove the whole thing into your mouth all at the same time, and cascade water over your body while doing it. Yeah. And if you're thirsty, just open your mouth. Well, if the water won't get in there. It's full of pizza. You have to chew and swallow first. Oh, maybe you do. Okay, then. We got a show here. Uh, <laughs> Spiegel will not be joining us today for reasons beyond the knowing of mortal men. Uh, I'd rather not break your concept of reality by explaining it to you. So just, you know, imagine something and realize it's way more confusing than that. I was hoping Zyber would say something there while I took a drink, but he did not. No, I just watched so you take a drink. You you did. In silence. You did. So I'm going to instead force you now to say something because Zyber... Hit me up with that bombastic news. Welcome to Bombastic News, where I talk to you about news that is bombastic. Oh boy. Today I'm going to announce that we have a Discord server. I announced that last time, but uh, we still have it. So come join it. Description in the link below. Or link Something in the like description that. below. <laughs> One of those two. Or uh, both. Or, or both, yes. Come join us. Talk to us. Ask us questions. You know where else you can ask us questions? On our where? Gmail account at thisisbombers oh. at gmail.com. Ask us questions nice. that we'll answer on the show. Definitely. Also send us fan fiction we might read on the show. You never know. Absolutely. I'll read it. You can follow us on Twitter, This Is Bombers. Uh, if you feel like being told when we're on streaming video games and such, because we also have a Twitch, This Ooh. Is Bombers. I'm twitching right now. I know uh, this past Friday, from when this recording is happening, we plan on uh, doing some Halo campaigns. Uh, what do we start with Halo Reach or Halo 1? We'll, you know what? Uh, people listening to this now will have already tuned in last Friday. And if they didn't, the VOD is on the Twitch. Go uh, go check it out and figure out which Halo game we ended up playing last Friday. Yeah, that is I true. think that the answer will surprise you. We'll also be playing something tonight, probably. I won't be. I, I'm busy that Monday. But yeah, oh, you're busy. You're busy today. Yeah, <laughs> it's the first Monday wow. of the month. Wow, guys, it's February. Better get those Valentine's Day gifts for your Valentines. I already have plans to buy myself some video games. Talk about that later in the show, probably. Mm -hmm. As you look in the mirror, probably. I mean. I'm going to make out with the mirror, just like every February 14th. Yeah, so really should clean that mirror, though. Yeah, I guess I'm Windex. And that is mm. bombastic news. 
Uh, you missed one important element. Did I? Yeah, thank you very much to our friends of the show, Haley and Himaru, and best friend of the show, Rob. Zyber, how did they become such good friends of the show? Oh, yes, they became such good or great friends. Or best. Or best friends. By giving us money on our Patreon. This is Bombers. Probably. As the classic, <laughs> as the classic uh, phrase goes, the way to a bomber's heart is through his wallet. Yeah. Haley definitely knows that well for me. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Um, I guess, you know, I'm kind of on a news kick right now. Do we have any other news-related items that we could talk about, Zyber? Oh, let's see here. Well, we got game releases coming up. That's like new stuff. Let's go with that. All right. Well, first of all, we got on the 4th of January. That's not right. <laughs> Hold on. I don't know how numbers work. Let me fix that so you can read it correctly. Oh, uh, I see. Go. The 4th try of it, try February. Try there. Yeah. We yeah, got a Haven coming out on Nintendo Switch and PS4, which originally came out in December on PS5, Xbox One, and Series X and Windows. But now it gets to be on the Switch and PS4, so people that have those can get it. And I know I definitely want to get it, because Haven is all about two lovers exploring a world together with real-time combat and crafting. And I believe Haley and I would love that. Oh, I thought you were about to ask me to play with you. No, I, I don't see you in that way, sorry. Mm, that, uh, that stings deep. You know what I find interesting about this? Why is it now coming out on Switch and PS4? If it already came out a month ago on PS5 and all of the Xbox stuff, all of the Microsoft stuff. Yeah, that's what? a good question. You'll probably have to ask the developers that. I, it's just... all. Of, I always find it weird whenever we hit these, like... And it's been getting worse recently. We hit these, like, mid-generational gaps where the old... PS4 and Xbox One and stuff still exists, still having stuff released on it, but the new system is out, and obviously the developers and the console producers for sure want to push that new product, because that's where they're getting money sometimes, unless they're taking a loss on the hardware and trying to make it back in software. Cough, Sony. Cough, cough. And I forgot what I was saying. I, uh, I find it interesting... What decision goes into what game re get or what console gets game releases first when it's the same game? Like, um, yeah, like the the release for Twilight Princess. Whenever the Wii U, or no, the Wii. The Wii. Wow, man, my mind is all messed up. Wow, Wii. Yeah, I mean, this one seems to be a bit of a, uh. uh minority though usually we see you know things coming out on the old consoles and then oh now it's time to put on the new console since the new consoles are out or they just come out at the same time this is one where it is kind of strange that the ps4 is just a month after everything else like i've seen plenty of games that come out on the switch later on but yeah, yeah it's really interesting that even the ps4 got a later release date yeah, like, I'm wondering if it has something to do with this particular console being weird on the adoption cycle, and they're trying to get people to want to buy the PS5 instead of stick with I'm pretty sure PS4. people want to, they just still can't find them. 
I don't know. Bombers aren't super into it, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I mean, I plan on getting one eventually. I know my dad has been looking since it released, and I have absolutely no idea why. All he does is play Call of Duty. Well, the next new Call of Duty is going to be coming out on the PlayStation 5, Zyber, so... Yeah, like next November, right? Oh, yeah. It's going to be in a while. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I guess he just wants that solid-state drive. Uh that's worth it. I um will probably pick up a PS5 eventually, but they need to sweeten the pot and actually come up with things that are worth having it for instead of buying it now and having it sit unplayed on my entertainment center because what am I going to play on it that I can't already play on these consoles that I have? Oh, yeah. Like, Haley and I have actually been pretty happy that nothing has come out yet that we absolutely need a PS5 for because we're really hoping to not get one until we're moved in together at the end of the year yeah whatever happened to consoles launching with like the killer app you know like halo being the xbox console seller and and things along those lines whatever happened to that cyber i mean in general i never really saw that stuff oh you're a child aren't you no i mean that i never saw a absolute must-have game for any of the consoles well, it's like Super Mario 64 for N64. That was like the console seller. Halo, the console seller. I think, weirdly enough, I think the PlayStation 3's console seller was like Killzone 2 or something dumb like that. I think the 360 was um, Heavenly Blade, if I remember. Did not age well. Yeah, I mean, yes, every console has had some kind of specific game geared for it, being like, you must have it, but I wouldn't necessarily say that any of those games actually good enough for me even switch had breath of the wild but like i already got the wii u's breath of the wild so it didn't matter to me that's what i'm saying that's a weird thing like it came out on both of them yes because it was supposed to be on wii u to begin with yeah i mean same for twilight princess was supposed to be on gamecube to begin with and they released it like a month two months or something on uh wii first and then released the GameCube version later. I don't know. I'm done talking. I also don't know. Let's move on to the next game. Also on February 4th, we got Werewolf, The Apocalypse, Earthblood, coming on PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. Yeah, I chose to include this one because this is one of the, another, you know, White Wolf, World of Darkness role-playing. This is a third-person action role-playing game that uh i didn't even realize was coming out until we were looking at the upcoming releases and now i'm kind of i might have to pick this one up eventually because a lot of the white wolf releases recently have been more like visual novel style role-playing games Uh and this is a full-on actual third person action because didn't we just talk about it? Yeah, Werewolf the Apocalypse Heart of the Forest came out on January 7th on the Nintendo Switch. That was a that, visual novel. Yeah, and, and now they've got this. It's interesting that I kind of like that they've been really leaning into that property because I got a lot of like good like college memories wrapped up in World of Darkness stuff. So it's always got some sort of little place in my heart for the memories that it dredges up. So I might have to check this one out a little deeper. It's pretty interesting, um, and it has completely different developers and publishers between the two games. Which doesn't surprise me, one being an actual, like, 
action game and one being a narrative driven visual novel style game. Yeah. Probably want different teams on those. Yeah, but like you'd think it would at least be the same publisher or something. Like who is uh handing out the ability to make these games, I guess. I mean White Wolf is and <laughs> they can license to whoever they want. Bring in that money. <laughs> yeah. It's like how there was one point where we had like three different Peter Pan movies being made by different companies. Which is because Peter Pan is public domain. Yeah. It's like Alright, whatever. Most people still think of the Disney stuff, so good luck. Well, I is it, believe is it, that is it, it for the fourth. Yeah, that was a hand signal that meant Zyber, move on. <laughs> yes, and I kept trying to talk, and you kept being all like, Zyber, I'm giving you a signal to move on, move on already. Oh, I was not hearing you trying to talk. Sorry about that stupid Discord that we're recording over. I'm doing pretty good lately. Yes, on uh, February 5th, we have Neo Remastered, the Complete Edition, uh, coming on PS5, Neo 2, the Complete Edition on Windows and PS4, and then Neo 2 Remastered, the Complete Edition on PS5. That's too much. (laughs) So we basically have Neo Remastered and Neo 2 Remastered coming on PS5, and then Neo 2 is... Not remastered, the complete edition is coming out on Windows and PS4. So that's now this is one that I want to know who made that decision to release this game, Neo 2, in this fashion. This is confusing, is what it is. I don't so it sounds like they probably like up resed it or something for the PS5, but then the question is, is it then not as good quality on Windows? Because it shows that Windows only gets the not remastered version. Yeah, it's confusing and, and weird. Like, why? Why would? Why would you do that? Uh, you'll have to ask uh, Sony or Koei Tecmo. Koei Tecmo. Ugh, I don't know. I've never played any of the Neo games, but I know that a lot of people like them. So, uh, if you're a Neo fan out there, please tell us why you think. That this happened. Why? Why is the remastered on PS5 but not on PC? Yes, it's like is there also not a Neo One remastered? I'm, I'm guessing there's at least a complete edition on Windows already. Don't know. Maybe, could be. I feel like we have the sum of human knowledge in front of us that could tell us that, and we should have looked this up before uh, we, you know. We're not here started, to give people answers. Recording. We're here to give people questions. Yeah, we 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 like to get people thinking, you know. We'll only give them answers if they give us questions first. And we haven't been given any questions in a while. It's been a hot minute since we've had any good questions. It's been a hot hour. Yeah, it's been a hot Yeah, hour. I don't know. I was just going to make a, a larger time gap and I was like this joke is dead now. <laughs> well, speaking of dead things and hot things. Give us questions. So that instead of us talking about how we don't have questions we can just answer your questions yes and tell us how much we like your questions or hate your questions yeah that'd be great give us questions i don't know but yeah i'm done speaking of dead and hot here's things, the thing what, what uh, else that's going been going on? on recently zybra that i think is just like hilariously interesting uh, and i'm sure you've heard of it with the um game stonks contra- controversy type of uh thing going on 
uh, apparently, uh, one of some Reddit forum or another that deals with stock stuff decided that they they found a hedge fund that was trying to do short sales or shorting on GameStop stock, which basically for shorting is they looked at GameStop, they went, GameStop's a failing company. I bet their stock is going to go down in price because they're not doing well. Because honestly, GameStop is not doing well with, one, it being GameStop. Let's, like, full stop on that. Not the, not a company that the bombers very much like. And with the current pandemic problems causing brick-and-mortar stores to not do well anyway, and a lot of GameStop's revenue is based around that style of sale, they're struggling real hard. Yep. So it is a safe bet to say, hey, GameStop stocks are going to go down. So what these people do, these these hedge fund shorting people, is they go to someone who owns GameStop stock, and they says, hey, they say, hey, can I borrow that? Yeah, sure, here, I just want it back, like, at the end of the week, or whatever time period in their agreement it is. Then, they sell that GameStop stock with the in- with the expectation that the price will go down so that they can buy it back at a lower price. They give the stock back to the person or entity that they borrowed it from, and they get to pocket the difference between what it was when they sold it and what it was when they bought it back. It's almost sort of creating money out of nothing is kind of what it is. But it's speculation. It's betting. You're saying, I think this is going to go down. So these Reddit people, they noticed that the holding companies and whatnot, these hedge funds that were trying to do this, had a bunch of GameStop stock. And they said, let's all buy stock in GameStop and put the price up. You know, it's called a a short squeeze where you buy that stock and you don't sell it. The price goes a little bit up because you bought it. And then, because you refuse to sell it back, the price starts going up because these people that shorted, they need to buy that stock back to give it back to the person they borrowed it from, or else breach of contract and all kinds of problems for them, where they basically owe a debt to the person they borrowed it from. So then these shorter shorting companies either don't buy it back and get screwed, or have to buy it back and they buy it back at a loss. When they start buying it back, the price of the stock goes up again because it's now being purchased and you're not selling it since you hold it. So then the stock that you own essentially skyrockets because all of these holding companies now want to to buy back these thousands or millions or however many shares en masse. And they need to buy them back or they're, you know, in pretty big trouble. Yeah, And it's now just... It's, I think, one company was out $13.2 billion because of Reddit. Because of what is essentially a meme on Reddit. And, uh, frankly, I find that absolutely hilarious. You know, people are all putting out these image memes and all all these jokes. Oh, it sure does suck that all these rich people who... You know, went to college for four years and did an internship and an apprenticeship and 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 have their full company are losing out billions of dollars to what are essentially 
Cheeto eating basement dwellers. <laughs> High school dropouts for, you know, any better w- way of picturing it. It's just, there's a bit of poetic justice going on. But it has really caught the attention of everyone. Well, yeah, the internet in general, but also the government who's looking at this stuff. And, you know, obviously there are those who are wanting to defend the hedge fund people like, hey, this is market manipulation and it's that's not legal. And then there are the people who are looking at it and going, (laughs) yeah, yeah, who are looking at it and going, well, that's no, it's not. They bet and they lost their bet. This is how it works. The problem is a lot of these apps that came out for the quote unquote normal Joe type of, you know, Cheeto eating basement dwellers to start trading on the stock market started actually doing illegal market manipulation because they were locking down their apps where these people that own GameStop stock either can't buy more or new people coming into it who want to get in on this can't buy it so the only position that they can take the only way that they can have their stock is a selling position and not a holding position so they can't have the stock and just hang on to it if they have it they have to sell it because it's flagged as sellable in the app or straight up like i mean that's it they're they're manipulating people's stock without their permission by not allowing them to do with the thing that they own what they want to do and that that's illegal and and these these apps uh and and these companies there's been like investigations going on and it's it's, it's going to there's going to be a lot of fallout for this for sure coming out in the future which i just am keeping a just a super happy eye on cuz it's, it's hilarious to me the way that these rich people and these companies are basically committing suicide over what is already a failed venture because the app is called robin hood first of all which is just a yeah you know chef's kiss of, of, of an ironic name <laughs> robin hood is mad that these essentially poor people normal people are essentially stealing from the rich and Robin Hood is defending the rich and trying to steal from these poor people and give back to the rich by forcing them to sell their stocks, by um, not allowing them to actually play the stock market, which is what the app was created for. And there's been a little bit of research behind the scenes by some of these internet sleuths who are looking at it like, "What's what are you doing? You're screwing me over. They're looking at it and some of the parent companies for some of the hedge fund management companies that are losing money on this venture, also own the Robinhood app. Yep. Talk about conflict of interest and market manipulation garbage. So it is all centered around GameStop. Beloved, beloved GameStop has become this conflagration on Wall Street. Some of the fa- some of my favorite things I've seen is stuff like, you know, GameStop's uh, stocks have gone up 400% in the last three days, which means now they can offer you 25 cents per game. <laughs> yeah. It does kind of suck, actually, for GameStop, like, speaking realistically, because there's, they, they really can't... The company itself 
is not really in any way benefiting from this stock inflation. No, because it's, it's definitely going to crash at some point. Oh, it's absolutely going to crash at some point. The company is, in fact, definitely doomed. But it is highlighting a lot of how some of the rules are different for people that are already in the industry versus people that are trying to just, you know, make a couple bucks on the stock market. Mm-hmm. Trying to actually get into the investment game that, you know, everybody says, you should invest if you want to make money. Well, people are trying it, and now they're getting shut down by these investment companies. So is that a true thing that you're saying? I don't know. Kind of sketchy. And the hedge fund thing is also just confusing to me. It's like, it's basically borrowing stocks from people and planning on giving it back. But, like, why would people lend them stocks? Are they so are they hoping that the stock prices won't go down? <laughs> I mean, it's... At the end of the day, the people that lend them the stock get the stock back, so it's a net zero for them. Sort of, but like, with like GameStop, for example, it's it's going to go down stuff. So like, basically, the the hedge fund people are technically getting money from the people they're borrowing the stocks from because the people they're borrowing stocks come from could have sold stocks instead and gotten that money instead. They're gonna sell them later on, probably, or and not get as much money yeah i mean that part i don't quite understand i assume maybe there's something in the contracts of like and i as the stock owner get 10 percent of whatever you make off my stock or something like that yeah like oh there there has to be some sort of reason some sort of thing that you know sweeten the pot yeah but i don't know because that's well over my head i'm like I'm, I'm, I'm just basement dwelling <laughs> Cheeto yeah. eaters. Like I'm just hearing it. I'm just all like, why is it legal at all? <laughs> like it, it does sound like it's just you know getting money from nothing. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how it works. The stock market confuses me. I question how it's legal to begin with because it's all fake money and and like yeah. the whole way that stocks work is a stock is only worth what people are willing to pay for it. So where does that money come from? Where where does the stock's value come from? Don't know. Fiat currency. Way over my head. I'm not an economist. I'm confused, as you are, frankly. Well, speaking of currency, that's somehow a currency. Apparently, Dogecoin is the next thing everyone is trying to increase the price of. Yep. Get in on get on get on on Dogecoin. Yes. Uh, this is not financial advice. This is a meme. <laughs> it's already gone Side up note. like two thousand percent by last Friday, so you might already be too late. <laughs> Yeah, what's the, the old, um, there's that old saying, um, if you're reading about a stock in the paper, it's already too late. If you're hearing about a stock on Bombers, it's already too late. Way too late. Way too late. But it is really funny to follow along to. Yes, and if you join our Discord, maybe it wouldn't be as late, because we could be talking about it on Discord at the time. Yeah, I mean, if you have any fun stories about how you happened to have gamed the stock market and made money please tell us about it because i would love to joke around with it and congratulate you on screwing over these idiots who were trying to basically farm money out of nothing yeah and uh hey maybe go look at our patreon too yeah you got a little bit of extra money to throw around you know we like to make money out of nothing too yeah just, just saying we make money off of our friends who aren't nothing thank you friends um, but yeah, I just, I had to share that with you, Zyber, because I have been watching that just giggling for the past two or three days, if not longer. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, 
Hopefully I explained it in such a way that our listeners will have any clue what I'm talking about. And it's just not me rambling like a crazy person for 10 minutes. <laughs> Game stonks. Let's move I've on. I've been known. Yep. Yeah. Um, move on. Uh, other things I've done this week. Uh, I did. We talked about this on the last episode of Bombers. But I did eventually this week. <laughs> sit down and watch the third episode of WandaVision. And I complained about the series last week, but this week I've got to say it did get its claws into me a little bit because it's now starting to really tease into the mystery element and and, and all of that what's going on type of storytelling that, that is more exciting to me. Uh-huh. So I'm looking forward to more of the series after that yeah I mean, obviously we've gotten a couple of like hints at the answers that are the kind of hints that you're like oh, okay i get it but they haven't officially confirmed anything so it's kind of fun to and the whole point of a mystery show as far as i'm concerned is figuring out what the mystery is figuring out the answer and then having it confirmed later on so looking forward to that what do you think of the episode zyber well, I'm kind of torn. So, like, I, <laughs> I, mean, I definitely thought that I had a good amount of the mystery stuff. It wasn't too much or too little to me, but um, I didn't really care much for the rest of the episode. I guess. I mean, that's how I have felt about all of them. Yeah, but like this one is. It was different in that it didn't really seem like a sitcom. Like, there were some sitcom moments, but otherwise it was just... It did... You know what? It felt much more like a par- like a straight parody of a sitcom instead of a satire of a sitcom, if that makes any sense. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, do you get the feeling I'm going for? Like, those other ones were sort of like loving send-ups, and this one felt more like it was making fun of the sitcom genre with its elements as opposed to telling an actual sitcom plot episode plot well who knows maybe that's just how the 70s shows were like maybe maybe I... watch that 70s show again except that was that was a 90s, the 90s show <laughs> or a 2000s show i think it's 90s i can't remember it was like it was late 90s early 2000s ish yeah. You know they you remember they made that eighties show and it bombed? No, I don't. Yeah, that's how that's how hard it bombed. They they, they were trying to do the like history repeats on a twenty year cycle type of thing. Did they you... tried to make that eighties show and it just wasn't good. <laughs> Did you notice that the mom from that seventies show was the boss's wife in the first episode of One Division? I I did notice that, yes. <clears throat> she's I can't I cannot remember the actor's name, but she's good. I like her. Mm-hmm. She's funny. Yeah, I will say that I definitely enjoy all the characters in the in the show. Yeah, they did. Agnes. They did a really great job on casting, and and they're they're all fitting those roles really well. Well, I will say I think you're going to love the next episode. Yeah. I uh, who knows maybe by the time this episode actually releases I will have watched it probably not based off of my previous watching history but if you join the bombers discord you'll find out ha 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 well ha. 
Uh, All right. Um, that was one thing from my week. My phone is vibrating. Two things from my week, something like that. Uh, tell me, tell me some things about your week. All right. Well, I mentioned last week that I started playing Final Fantasy fourteen. Well, I beat it. <laughs> it's that. Isn't that the MMO? Yeah, I beat the original story of it. Uh, okay, I was gonna say, how do you beat an MMO? Yeah. You just finished like a campaign type of thing yeah basically so this this one is a story driven mmo but like then afterwards there's still plenty of other stuff to do like getting better gear doing dungeon raids that aren't a part of the story and game content yeah Yeah. so this game uh its main story that the a realm reborn which came out when they remade fall fantasy 14 when it so it wasn't trash anymore yeah uh its missions went from level one to level 50 so I'm level 50-ish right now. Uh, I also, as a free trial, get to play the first expansion, and that's going to be missions going from level 50 to level 60. So probably not nearly as long, but it's, it's still going to be a lot of missions. Yeah, those le- higher levels take longer to level up through those. So it's on- only 10 levels, but I'm sure they'll they have content enough to entertain you at least. Yeah, I guess it depends, because like, they also enemies just start giving way more experience in dungeons in the later levels compared to initial levels where I wasn't yeah, like a, ten. <laughs> yeah, like I wasn't always getting a a level up in each dungeon, but in the later dungeons, I was sometimes getting two levels. Oh, nice! You know, I played Final Fantasy Eleven for like a month back in high school. Yeah, that's it. That's all I can remember is that <laughs> I did it. I don't remember that game other than that. Well, I can say that it's really nice to try out the free trial. Just, I mean, it, it goes on for so long, but I cannot see myself paying a monthly subscription for this. When That's I was, what we said last week. It's so yeah. hard to pay them. Because like, when I was in middle school, I tried a ton of free MMOs, and I enjoyed them. Like, Ragnarok Online was my jam, but I didn't Guild have to Wars. pay for them. <laughs> Guild Wars was my jam back in the day. If it was just like an initial cost, then yeah, sure, I'll buy it. But a monthly subscription where I have to, you know, make sure i'm actually playing these games for long periods of times i don't i don't know how people actually get so much um enjoyment out of the little amount of new stuff that comes out that's yeah, it's the skinner box grind you know getting a, a, a slight increase in your stats every x amount of hours put into the game type of silliness Reminds me about how there's so many people hating on Animal Crossing New Horizons, saying that it's not giving enough new stuff. And I'm just all like, you know, it was also 60 bucks back in a year ago, almost. I, almost and, a year ago. And they're ago. still sending out new things. <laughs> and the people that are complaining about that are the ridiculous people that played it 16 hours a day for the first month it was out. Uh-huh. You did this to yourself. I'm sorry. So, like, I only did maybe 60 hours or so when I played it, but I still felt like I got what the, the cost, worth it, etc. <laughs> yeah, and, like, Animal Crossing is, is meant to be that, that relaxed zen, you know, put in an hour a day, if that type of thing. Uh-huh. It reminds me of other games that, you know, give out new stuff every now and then. Like, we got Splatoon that... Uh, they gave us new stuff for two years, then took like a break, and then started giving us uh, new stuff again recently. Yeah, it's like they gave us 
two or three completely new Splatfests in the past year. Otherwise, they gave us ones that already existed. But hey, still something. And yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, that's just a bonus. I-, I would love for them to make a third game so we can get completely new stuff because it is getting stale. But I'm not expecting them to give new stuff for Splatoon 2 at this point. Yeah, especially these people complaining about Splatoon or Animal Crossing. It's like, buddy, pal, friend, you're not paying a subscription fee. <laughs> they already have your money. Yeah. This is all icing on the cake. You want regular updates that are putting out a bunch of content, they're going to start having to, you know, charge subscription fees and stuff like that to pay the developers. Like, what do you want? So either that, they're going to have to start making hats and selling them to us. Oh, Team Fortress. Uh, yep. Valve ruined that game by doing that model. Yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's you get what you pay for. And if you're not paying anything and you're still getting stuff, that's awesome. Yeah. So other than that, uh, we started our Sonic video game marathon last Saturday. So two Saturdays ago from this episode releasing, Uh, we uh, Haley had the Sonic Mega Collection on the GameCube, which included Sonic, Sonic 2, Sonic 3. Sonic and Knuckles, Sonic 3 and Knuckles, Sonic 3D Blast, uh, Sonic Spinball, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. And, about to ask about that and one. And like three or four other games that are not Sonic games and were locked behind playing games multiple times, so we didn't bother with them. Right. So that's all of your classic Sonics basically right there. Yeah, it was so we didn't beat a single one <laughs> because we were just all like, all right, let's just get basically the experience of playing them and then move on. Um play until you're bored. Basically. Or in most of the cases, play until we get a game over and we don't want to restart the game. Yeah, that'll do too. Yeah, so uh, we started with Sonic, of course, um, and I was pretty surprised by it. Like, you know, I kept hearing how Sonic was basically like, what if we had Mario? But the point was just go as fast as you can. And then we play Sonic and it's just like, oh, hey, there's puzzles. Mario, go fast. No, it's, it's there's puzzles and like so many spots that force you to have to stop. <laughs> it's like depends. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> Labyrinth Zone specifically is like, what if the game was about going fast, but we made you have to slow down? Like, let's have a bunch of slow-moving platforms that you have to stand on. Yeah, Labyrinth Zone sucks. Yeah, so uh, we made it to the third zone, I think. Marble Zone. Ugh. Yeah, and then and then we died, and we're just like, all right, let's move on to Sonic 2. We totally beat Sonic there. <laughs> Sonic 2 yeah. is my favorite one. It's one that I played a lot when I was a kid because my uh, second cousin had a Genesis with it. Although I realized that my experience with Sonic 2 was actually playing versus mode, where it's a two-split-screen Sonic and Tails uh, racing to the end of the level. Yep. And so, yeah, I was very confused. Where I'm just all like, all right, so I know Green Hill Zone, Casino Zone, and like some kind of cave zone, and where the heck is the Casino and Cave Zones? We keep going through all these other zones. <laughs> Eventually, we got to them. We we actually got really far in that game. Uh, we got to the like the utopia city or whatever which might have been the last world it's pretty close to the end i don't remember sonic 2 very much myself yeah because like each world had two acts 
or zones, but the city one we were on the third zone when we finally died and got a full game over. Oh yeah, so that was the one thing. Sonic, if you completely die, that's it. Yep. Sonic two, if you completely die, um, you'll get a continuous screen where you can continue from the beginning of the the zone you died in with all your lives. But then, like, after five times of doing that, it finally just said game over. So we're just like, oh, okay, well, we're guess, guess oh, we're well. done. That's Yeah, that's the reason we got so far. But it was really nice. A whole bunch. <laughs> they basically got rid of all the stupid puzzles and slow-moving platforms, so it actually was about going fast. Uh, there were some times where, like, you had to jump onto uh, levers or something to make a bridge come down, but that really wasn't that difficult. And so, yeah, I, I, just, I just really enjoyed that level and its introduction to Tails. And Tails is awesome. Tails is God. Tails <laughs> we, is awesome. We would get to an Eggman battle and Sonic would just sit in the corner and watch Tails take on Eggman. <laughs> and then Tails just murders Eggman. <laughs> so there's a point where he's like floating over a mud pit where if you fall into the mud pit, you die. But Tails is just down there and jumping back up and hitting Eggman again. <laughs> yep. That was great. And I love the casino zone. That, that was an amazing zone. Uh, so then we get to Sonic 3. Uh, Sonic 3 and Knuckles requires us to play Sonic 3 and Sonic and Knuckles 20 times each to unlock, so we didn't do that. Gross. <laughs> Instead, we just played Sonic 3, and um, I don't like it. <laughs> Why? Hold on a second. Okay. So Why? <laughs> So, like, it went back to having puzzles. Ah, okay, I see. Why did it do that? (laughs) And then it added, like, cannons and stuff, so we're just all like, oh, hey, a cannon, and now we're zooming across the giant map. I have no idea where we are anymore and such. What's fun about, like, the and Knuckles part in those early games was how they opened up the game to have different paths and different, um puzzly elements based off of the different move tech that you get from knuckles being able to glide and climb up walls and stuff okay yeah i was wondering like what does sonic 3 and knuckles have separately from sonic 3 thank you for answering that because yeah i was thinking why is this game so beloved like how come i never hear about belovedness of sonic 2 and it must be because i'm missing the knuckles part yeah basically so i will say sonic 3 with each game, they make it easier to keep playing. Sonic 3, you have save files, actually, and if you die and get a game over, you're able to restart at Act 1 of the same zone you're in. Not as good as restarting at the same act like in Sonic 2, but like you never have to worry about getting a full game over and having to restart the entire game, at least. Yep. So like It, does, it makes it easier to, to, to just like stomach a loss. Yeah, so like we were interested in actually being this game because like who cares how many times we die? But like we weren't really enjoying the levels. There's the like city zone which is similar to the casino zone but so much worse. <laughs> so much worse. And there's like these like drum bumper thingies that like you're supposed to jump on in a rhythm to make them go up and down higher and we just couldn't get it. So there was a point where we got stuck in a room where we literally couldn't go back and we couldn't go forward because we had to get go down a tunnel underneath a drum and we were never able to get the drum to go high enough for us to go underneath the drum. But, Zyber, you like rhythm games. No, that's not how that works. But, but Zyber, you like rhythm games. It's not jumping to the beat of music. That's a rhythm game. This No, I mean, this game was not doing that. 
No, uh, yeah, it, that's that's what it is. You just weren't doing. You were just bad at it. Yeah. So, anyways, we got to a ten minute timer and died, and we're just like, well, we're done because like we don't know how <laughs> to. We don't know like where we could do a different route or something to avoid that room, because like my friend who was with Haley and me playing it, she remembers getting stuck at that room when last time she tried playing this game and we got stuck in there again. There you go. And we couldn't, like, use tails to try to climb anywhere. No, that was literally the only way we could do. We couldn't even go backwards. So, yeah, mm -hmm. that was Sonic 3, and we're just like, well, it seems like, you know, it had, like, a bunch of good quality of life stuff, but we hated how it brought back puzzles and those stupid drums. <laughs> Uh, so then we moved on to uh, Sonic 3D Blast, which is like kind of like one of those like roll a ball around a a map kind of thing. And not not Super Monkey Ball, but like Roll Goal or something. Yeah. Except that instead of like seeing the the floor move, you're actually just moving Sonic, but it has a, like like atmosphere. And so the goal is to defeat five enemies to get back the five little birds. And then you take the birds to the ring to move on to the next area. And that's basically it. Which, like, yep. it, it was actually very, fun. Very, it's fun, but simple, and it does get repetitive eventually. Yeah, so, like, you know, back in the day when it came out, I could see kids loving to just play this game and try to get actually through everything. But now it's just kind of like an outdated concept where why would I play this instead of playing, you know, plenty of other any, much better games any now. Any other game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, then Sonic Spinball, which is pinball, Great. basically. Sonic Spinball's awesome. Yeah, so I, I greatly enjoyed it once I figured out how to properly move Sonic around and stuff. Because, like, you can actually move him around while he's in the air. Yep. But then I get from, like, the first cave area to a lava area, and... Uh, Game's he, hard. He never lands on the middle platform underneath the bumpers whenever he would fall into it. So yeah. he would just always die. <laughs> I mean, Sonic Spinball is... is in my opinion, super fun and super hard. And maybe that's just me remembering it being super hard. It's but super I could never hard. make it past the second level either, so. Yeah. <laughs> you know, speaking of not getting past second level, we then moved on to Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, which is basically Poyo Poyo. It is. It's exactly Poyo Poyo. Yeah. So, um, I, I went first, and I realized my mistake of playing this game because uh, I'm just like, oh, hey, I got a red and green block. Okay, there's a yellow and a blue one. Okay, here's another blue one. I'll put it next to the... Oh, that's not the same blue. Uh-oh. Because I'm colorblind. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> I knew where that story was going. <laughs> yeah, so I like Tetris because, like, I have an, an idea of how to set up the shapes to be able to get combos and such. I have and no... The colors don't matter. I have no idea how to get combos for Poyo Poyo, and I can't think fast enough to know what colors I'm even putting down. Rough. It's like, it got to the point where I could tell the colors apart just because I knew they existed, but it, it, it didn't matter. And I had to concentrate too much because the game keeps speeding up. Yeah, and the first boss you fight is so difficult. <laughs> I mean, it seems like it's basically if you don't know how to get combos in Poyo Poyo, you're going to lose no matter what. And But if you're good at Poyo Poyo, you're most likely going to be able to get through all the the AI bosses, basically. So 
I can't do it. I hand it over to the friend. She can't do it. We hand it over to Haley. And I'm just looking at the boss to be like, okay, how is how is the CPU playing this game then? And so I see him put a few pieces down. And I see him start to build a tower of individual pieces going up. And he never stops. And then he kills himself. <laughs> and my so the AI just the AI committed suicide. Committed suicide. And I'm just all like, why would the AI do that? My my guess is that maybe it builds a single file tower if it doesn't have a piece that it likes, and it just happened to get a piece it didn't like six times in a row. I wonder if the game has coded into it a leniency system, potentially, where you had already lost it two or three times, so then it was making it easier for you. The issue is that, like, we only lost, like, I mean... Yeah, at least three times, but like it was just, it was too easy. <laughs> it was so suicidal. Like they barely had any other pieces on it. <laughs> it yeah, made no sense. That's silly. And so then Haley got to the second one, and so the way that AI works is that it instantly puts down six whole rows of blocks, and then it tries making combos, which is actually a pretty decent strategy because like if you get four of the same color in a row, you're most likely then going to get combos from the other pieces just falling down. Oh, I see. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so I eventually watched the speedrun of the game because it was interesting, and every single uh, enemy had a completely different AI of how it would try to get combos. And so that's why I'm just like, maybe the AI just broke on the first one. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So then we switched to doing versus battles against each other. That was a lot more entertaining because, you know, we all suck, so... (laughs) Uh, it was all even. Yeah, but it was really great when we'd both be at like near the very top, but then one of us would finally get a match, and then there would just be a downpour of more matches going down, and they would kill the other person because they got like five rows of blocks added to them. It just cascaded and game over. Yeah, but then there also came the issue where playing versus, like, they started coming down really quickly, and... I, c- I cannot the tell the colors at last. all then, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, Poyo Poyo, uh, there is probably never going to be a colorblind mode, so... And... The game is too centralized in its main concept of being color matching. Yeah, like, even if it was symbols, a weakness. it would still be hard to see the symbols or something, so, yeah. Yeah. Tetris is superior. <laughs> can't argue tetris has much more staying power than poyo poyo now what you need to look at is tetris versus poyo poyo yeah yeah don't they have that on switch like the poyo poyo tetris too yeah yeah you can be on the tetris side and just ruin all the poyo poyo fools yeah apparently they added like a sonic skin so your blocks can look like sonic and it's horrifying so a Sonic skin where your blocks look like Sonic, not a Sonic skin where it's just Mean Bean Machine. Yeah, like your your character can be Sonic and your blocks can be Sonic. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's uh, where we stopped for that day. Uh, next up, we'll be doing some other Mega Collection also on the GameCube that's going to have further games on it. Um, but yeah, in comparison... To all the games, I say Sonic 2 is still my favorite, uh, though I guess I would have to try the Sonic 3 and Knuckles version, too. Yeah, I would recommend trying to to actually get the and Knuckles stuff unlocked, or 
whatever it takes to to play the the knuckles version because knuckles is cool Mm -hmm. so like when i was a kid the sonic games i played was sonic 2 and then sonic advance on the game boy advance the first two right and that was like my sonic experience and then i learned about the 3d games i'm like oh i i so much prefer 2d sonics and (laughs) going back to this i'm just like oh maybe i just preferred specific stages and sonic 2 and sonic advance i actually still absolutely love the level design of sonic advance i think more people need to play those games so for this sonic marathon project that you're doing do you plan to actually play every single sonic game or only specific ones like the retro ones and then sort of pick and choose oh we're definitely going to move on to like all the 3d ones and stuff like that was probably the original idea it's like well let's go to the retro ones first anyway yeah because i mean obviously sonic adventure sonic adventure 2 are still pretty good sonic 06 is a nightmare we're gonna get to it shadow the hedgehog shadow the hedgehog um sonic Sonic unleashed unleashed yeah uh sonic and the black knight yeah i don't think we have all of those spinoffs i want to say um sonic blast sonic yeah uh, generations you said sonic colors and then obviously Sonic Mania. Sonic which Boom. Was the... Is there a Sonic Boom? I thought that was just a TV show. They had two Sonic... video games, I believe, too. Because yeah. there was Sonic Boom and Sonic Blast, right? Weren't there both? I or am know. I just being crazy? Well, I might be being crazy. I know there's two video games based off Sonic Boom, which they made the TV show off of the same design. I don't know if they're both called Sonic Boom, though, the games. That just makes me think of Street Fighter. Sonic Boom! Like, and then you got Sonic CD, where the intro and outro songs are Sonic Boom. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. I, don't that. <laughs> I may have, I may have repressed that. I don't know. So, yeah, we're not sure how easily it will be to play all the Sonic games, like Sonic Advance. Like, I think they're only on the Game Boy Advance. I don't think they made a collection of those. But the next uh, collection we have should have like Sonic Racing and all that kind of stuff. So we'll hopefully be done with all the retro ones soon. Oh, I forgot about Sonic Racing. Sonic Ooh. Racing, Sonic R. Oh, no. I mean, have fun with those. I'm pretty excited. You know, it's not like we have to do much with the games. We're just going to play them and be all like, all right, we played them. And that was that was Sonic. Y- yep. I'm not, even, do it. I'm not even sure if we'll even beat all the Sonic, the 3D Sonic games. Like, we'll definitely beat Sonic Adventure and adventure too because i know the other two love those games yeah and those are pretty good games i mean except for the frog fishing levels hey i when i first played the game i played all those levels and i had an easy time i mean they're not hard they're just dumb uh time sinky garbage levels yeah but they're just just not as hard (laughs) speaking of sonic you saw that the uh sonic voice actor uh, Roger Craig Smith uh, has retired from the Sonic role. Yep, he plays Sonic for about ten years. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, best best of luck to him going forward. Uh, Zyber, give me your Sonic the Hedgehog audition. No. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> I don't. I honestly don't know how to sound like Sonic. I mean, you would. It, you don't want to sound like what he did. You want to sound like your interpretation of the character. I mean, I kind of just hear Sonic voices from multiple games, and they all sound pretty similar. Gotta go fast. 
Gotta go You're fast. too slow. You're too slow. You're too slow. <laughs> that wasn't good either. We're bad at this. <laughs> I know. I can't I can't play that kind of character. Just Give- get Jaleel White back. What? That's what I want. Jaleel White was the voice oh. actor for Sonic in like Sonic Set AM in those ni- early 90s cartoons. <clears throat> you know, when he was obsessed with chili dogs. Yeah. Yeah, reasons. that's what the Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine was based off of. What, chili dogs? No, that that cartoon. Like They actually had the robots from that cartoon as enemies. I mean, the robots from that cartoon are from the Sonic games. Technically, yes, but like these robots were the, literally... The specific actual design from the show? Yeah. It's like they had uh, the two, like the chicken and the mole or whatever, the... The two minions of Eggman, or Robotnik. Yeah, I can't remember. Hmm. I don't remember their names. But I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I um reinstalled Terraria this past week and was playing around with that a little bit. Oh, you poor thing. What? It's 2D Minecraft, basically. I know. <laughs> Whatever. We, should, we 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 might be doing maybe put together some sort of bombers world for Terraria. Who knows? We don't play the Minecraft world, which I'd like to play. So let's have another one that we don't play. Yeah. Why not? Well, what other worlds can we have that people won't play? Oh, I don't know. There's there's options. We could uh, we could all make our own vanilla WoW server together and not play it. Yeah. Let's move on to RuneScape after that and not play that. Oh yeah, I would definitely not play RuneScape. That's a good. That's a good one. Me too, because I you tried know, it. And I never liked it. <laughs> let's not play Gaia Online. 